as one of my old lecturers used to say, how am I supposed to do a professional job with tools like these? And we were never quite sure whether he was referring to his actual tools or... Are you talking about me? No. <laughs> I'm talking about the squeaky chair. You've just had to vacate the squeaky chair and move to the non-squeaky chair. Give, do you want to give it a little test? Oh, there's a bit of squeak in that one, but it's better than the other one, isn't it? The much, other one's rubbish. Anyway, folks, welcome to episode 49 of the Fetch Everyone Weekly Podcast. I've just done a little hula dance and I need to let you know that FetchEveryone.com is a free website for runners, bikers, swimmers and everyone else. Some websites put their best features behind a what, Katie? A paywall. Sorry, you were drinking your coffee though, weren't you? It's water, but yeah. Yeah, you little trickster. We don't do that. Everything is free for everyone to use. So come along and if you like what we do, make us a donation of some sort. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Knit us something or, I don't know, do some macaroni art or an, 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 some kind of dance. Okay. Yeah, I'd, anything. I'd that take would be a good. dance, yeah. that would be fine. Okay. And if you'd like to comment on the podcast, visit fetcheveryone.com forward slash podcast with all your things that you want to say. All right. How are you doing, Katie? Where, and where are you? Please let us know. <laughs> I'm here. I'm, yes, I have just done my longest swim in a pool um, for quite some time, if not forever. Um, so I'm hugging a mug of hot water and drinking it gently because it seems to have had some kind of effect on my digestive system. No details will be given. No, um, no brown triangles required. No. Um, yeah. And I'm also attempting to eat some porridge, so I need to find another way of fueling. I think the swim itself and the post-swim recovery thing because yeah struggling a little bit um so you're an hour and 45 in the water yeah today. I was yeah so last week I did my usual things that I've been doing for about a month or so which is a long swim on the Monday of about two miles and then a mile on the Wednesday and then my Friday quick K on the Friday yeah um was it quick it wasn't especially quick. It was a. St I would call it steady. Yeah. Um, and then this week, I've started off my week with this new session that I've discovered in the Swim Smooth book, which is um, four kilometres of. Well, there's there's sort of supposed to be intervals, um, but by the end, I was just sort of swimming continuously because I was getting behind my beep. And there was supposed to be some recovery there. Um, yeah. And there wasn't really. But up until a certain point, there was recovery. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Eventually, eventually the beep got the better of you. Yeah. And so you didn't get any of the rests yeah. that were on offer. Yeah, so two. the whole yeah. of the 4K was done at the same beep. Can everyone hear the siren? A bit of atmosphere there. Um, yeah. The whole of the 4K was done at the same beep speed, which was CSS plus five for you swimming kids out there. And it started with 2050s. 
equals a thousand, so that's and the first kilometer. Ten one hundreds. Yeah, that's your second one right there, maths bands. <laughs> Six two no 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 Katie. Five two hundreds. Yeah. And uh two five hundreds. It's exactly like the same it's like a monopoly. It's like the amount of money you get from Monopoly at the Is start it? of the game. I don't know. And um, so that's what I did today. So I lost my energy at around about 2.6k. It all started to go a little bit haywire. So I'd, I'd start off my interval on the beep and get a little bit ahead of the beep. And then suddenly I'd just be like, oh, no energy. So I think I need to look at my fueling. Yeah. So when you do your big ass swim in Coniston, um, there'll be aid stations floating about in the water. How, how regularly do they come around? Well, it's funny you should ask that, Ian. Yes. Because... <laughs> Uh, yesterday, Wednesday Mouse, uh, did me a lovely little summary of, um, of Coniston, of, of, of the event, and um, apparently about every mile there's an aid station with jelly babies and energy drink and water. Yeah. So that's handy to know. Um, so maybe I should sort of think about starting to fuel every mile when I am swimming, wherever I'm swimming. Um, but yeah... It's a, it's a strange old thing, really, the difference between swimming in a pool and swimming in open water, because in the pool, you get the advantage of pushing off from the side, which I try not to overly do that because I'm training for an open water event. I think, well, don't do not do that too much. Um, so obviously you get that little boost, but you also get the stop, turn, starting from a dead start in the pool. So that's the kind of disadvantage. And then in the open water, obviously, you're getting help from wearing your wetsuit, if you're a wetsuit swimmer like I am. They're such different beasts, really. Yeah. But I think to try and get my stomach used to fueling during a swim, I've got to start doing something um, and hope that it means that I don't sort of drop off the cliff of energy um, yeah. at some point. Because that was, it was like I was saying to myself, right, come on, just push harder. And my body was just going, no. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, Katie, no. I'm so sorry. We need porridge. You won't do that. Anyway. I saw someone else say about the swimming in the pool and trying not to push off too hard. Yeah. Um, but I actually quite enjoy, it. for me, that breaks up the monotony of like looking at the it. tiles. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's, yeah. There's absolutely nothing wrong with doing yeah. it, especially if you're training for a pool event. You know, yeah. you've got to get every, you know, you want to use every bit of advantage, don't you? Yeah. Um, there are those little rows of flags that are, what, yes. 10 metres in or 5 metres in? I think in? they're 5. Yeah. Because yeah. when I when I first start, I notice that my push-offs get me, and I and I swim, 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 like like do the little sort of bullet-shaped thing under the water after you've pushed off. You're putting your, as you're showing me this, you're putting your hands by your side. Do you yeah. have them by your side as you no, do it? No, I have them like That's that. That's good. I'm yeah. glad about that. Okay. Ooh, do, do, do. <laughs> what a great mime for the for the podcast. I hope yeah. you got that, listeners. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I noticed that, like, initially I'm getting just beyond the five metre flags. Yeah. And towards the end of my swim, as my legs are getting tired, I'm not quite reaching the flags. Yeah. So it's quite interesting. Yeah. Um, and I also wonder whether or not that pushing off is good for my legs for running. Like, if because if I did 60 lengths, I did it 60 times. Yeah. So is that going to have any bearing? You're thinking a bit of strength work. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Or Could I not rule it out. being naive. Maybe. Yeah. Also. But, yeah, there's nothing wrong with doing it. I'm not saying that people shouldn't do it. But yeah. I, I 
when I'm doing an endurance session, I sort of think, well, don't do it too much. But then you have got to balance out the effect of stopping, you know, literally stopping turning. You don't do that in the open water. You just carry on going. Yeah. And you've got that buoyancy of your wetsuit as well. So anyway, we've waffled about swimming a little bit. They don't, the, the, the lovely listeners don't seem to care what we well, talk about, as <laughs> it would seem. Yeah. Well, I think they might do a bit. I mean, we could, we don't want to test them, do we? No, no. no. Although one of the most positive uh, aspects of the comments that came out last week was that the podcast was the right length. I, I think you that's what you've taken as the most yeah. positive aspect of it. But there were lots of other lovely comments. They, they were, that They enjoyed yes. it and yeah. all of those things. So, yeah. you know, take your own advice. What you thought? <laughs> Look for positives. Hey. Okay, yes. So you enjoyed your swim and you did about a mile, didn't you, in the end, I think? I was just shy of a mile, yeah. So I did a kilometre, which is 40 lengths, and then I did another 20 whilst you were whizzing around like some, you know, magic bullet fish. Um, You were looking really quite sort of punchy. Back on me again, and I tried to take the subject back to you. Okay, all right, yeah. I had my new swimming pants on. You did? And they were very nice. Yeah. Um, I was a bit worried that, like, when you push off quite vigorously, as the mm. <laughs> as the bishop said to the nipple team, um, but Go on. it looked distasteful there. Mm. Okay. Um, as you push off quite vigorously, I was a bit worried about them sort of ballooning up at the back full of water because mm. my sort of neoprene shorts that I wore to try and get my legs up in the... Mm. They they would balloon a little bit, yeah. But these shorts seem to be sort of more clingy and not doing that, so that's good. Good. Um, and I have to admit, I actually enjoyed. Yeah. It. Good. Um, and I'm probably nowhere near any sort of running PBs at the moment. So. But how is your running going? Um. Yes. Well, we did our long run, didn't we? On we did. Um, Thursday. Thursday. So I got 7.6 miles. We didn't do the loop that we would normally do, which is exactly 7.6 miles, because we were both a little bit sort of nervous about being 3.8 miles away from home and my calf going twang, wang, 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 wang. Yeah. Um, so we did a, a close-to-home loop and then added some more bits on as well. Um, but touch wood, everything is going pretty well with the calf. Um, and we even ran on Sunday, and I don't think I thought about it, which is the first time that I didn't really, haven't really thought about it whilst running. Well, we did the treasure hunt, didn't we, on Sunday? Yeah. So that was good. Yeah. And that was distracting, although I was very grumbly because I don't like windy weather and I don't like lots of people being in my in my way on the embankment, and there was a rowing event. Yeah, every now and again there's a regatta, so there's lots of people carrying boats and oars and... Yeah. Just hanging around, cheering people. Cycling God. along the river, yelling at random people and being all happy and joyful. <laughs> Enjoying How their event, getting in yeah. the way of my thing. Yeah. Um, no, um, I think... Some of the photos, I think, maybe reflect that, that mood. I think they probably do. Yeah. I think that's fair to say. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll upload those later. Yeah. Uh, Katie looking cold and a bit grumpy. Yeah. Um, and we, when we did the long run um, on Thursday, I only got 7.3 miles because I had to have a little stop off and a sit down at Priory Toilets <laughs> <laughs> while Ian did a point three running around. Um, so they're probably too much information for you. But um, 
generally, no. I'm not enjoying the windy weather. The listeners can now estimate the amount of time you spent sitting on that toilet. They can estimate that if they want to. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So all good, really. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty happy with it. I've also been trying to eat less junk. Um, yep. Popular time of year for it. So we've mm. both been trying to do that as well. Yep. Um, Off the biscuits, crisps. Yeah. Cake. Not a lot of booze. I had a drink with my dad when I was in Wales. Yeah. And I had um, a Jack Daniels and ginger ale doing the power cut that we had. That was oh, an yeah. exciting time. Mm. Um, it was quite magic, really. We, we've got a teen upstairs. Yeah. Uh, my stepson, your son, mm, Katie. Thank you. thank you for telling me who it was. <laughs> Yeah, and and the power went off, and and he was pretty soon downstairs, and we had a really nice chat. Yeah, we um, had a nice hour or so together with torches and a candle. Yeah, stories and, about the uh, war. So, yeah, and um, it was really nice. I was actually a little bit disappointed when the power came back on again. Yeah, it was a bit of a shame, really. Yeah, sort of within five minutes he was gone. He'd gone, disappeared. Yeah, back to the warmth of his uh, internet megabits. Mm. So that's us. Yes, that is us. We had some nice things happen to us over the weekend, didn't we? Yeah, uh, I, we were having a bit of a lie-in on Saturday morning, so it was about nine-ish. Yeah. And there was a, a knock at the door and a ring of the bell, and that usually means the postman was there. So uh, alongside some books that I'd ordered from eBay, uh, there was this very nice, large, squishy parcel addressed to Ian and Katie. Um, we opened it, and if you've read my blog, you'll you'll know what this is about. But we got some lovely knitted bobble hats from How Far, and he has got them from a company called Outside In, and they're based in Belfast. So I'll just I think what I'll do is I'll read his card. Is he all right for us to read that out? Did you ask? I him? haven't asked him actually. Okay. I tell you what, we'll we'll possibly read out the card. If there's now just a, an edit straight through to the next bit, yeah. you'll know that I've checked with him and he doesn't want us to read it out. i tell you what I'll do then is, because um, I know he listens to the podcast, so I'm going to read out the bit that explains what Outside In is all about. And if he's happy for us to show the card off as well, I'll take a picture of it okay. and put it in my blog. That sounds good. So regarding the hats, he says, the cats, the hats... <laughs> I said cats. I meant hats. <laughs> okay. The hats are cosy and warm, a happily coincidental metaphor, and they also reach out into the community. They are from a Belfast-based company. The idea is that for every item that you buy, another item is given to someone who is homeless. You can choose to give the item yourself or let the company donate it to one of the groups they work with. I thought you might like to donate yours yourself. I've also included my hat to donate. I imagine that there are more homeless people in Bedford than Belique. Am I saying that right? I don't know. The pink hat was designed by my friend's daughter who was working with the company as part of her university course. So that's nice. Yeah. So uh, we've got some hats. We've been trying to find... There's a, a meadow just next to the river and there's a guy who's been living in a sort of homemade shelter there and yeah. and not just like a tarpaulin under, underneath the bushes he's actually put quite a lot of time and effort into mm. 
creating more of a sort of a, a homely feel to it as as much as you can in the, the outdoors. Mm. Uh, he's he's made lots of uh, interesting log carvings and he's got a little pathway leading up to his house, a little windy one. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he's, he's obviously trying to make the most of, of that situation. Yeah. Um, and so we've been trying to bump into him in order to give him one of the hats if he would like it. Um, but he doesn't seem to be around at the moment, so we're going to keep on trying. Um, but also, in Bedford Town Centre, there's usually... Mm. You can't go very far without seeing somebody. Yes, Can that's you? really true. In fact, a couple of our uh, close-in-Bedford fetchies have already pointed out a few people that we, we could um, we could go see in the town centre. Yeah. Um, but yes, this this chap who lives in the meadow, his... his um, little dwelling is right on the banks of the river, um, Great Ouse. And the meadow has been actually underwater at times in the last three or four weeks. So I wonder whether it's just been too horrible and he's maybe gone to a, a night shelter or something. I'm hoping that's where he's gone anyway. Yeah. He does have a dog though. So I don't think you're allowed to take animals into the night shelters. Um, so we're going to keep an eye out for him and, um, definitely keep a, a hat aside for him and we have two other hats that we'll um, take into the town centre um, and the idea really is is that you do have a bit of a chat with the person yeah um, find out their story and um, spend a little bit of time talking to them which I've been wanting to talk to the meadow guy for quite a while um, and offer him I've got some spare duvets and things that are uh, he would be very welcome to have. So I'm really grateful to to how far um, for this opportunity actually to talk to him. So thank you very much. It did give us a little bit of a moment, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. The first half of the card was really touching, and then the second yeah. half thought, "Well, oh, wow, we've got some yeah. opportunity here to do something nice with this." So. Yeah. Yeah, really wonderful. Yeah. And the hats themselves are really gorgeous. I was they wearing are. mine yesterday. It's only because I'm now full of porridge that I've taken mine off. Yeah. Um, I have mine on yeah. right now because I've come just come back from the swimming pool. For the so. benefit of the tape, I'm here in a t-shirt, <laughs> and Katie has presumably a t-shirt under that hoodie. She's got a, two. I have a two t-shirts. Yeah. yeah. I have uh, a long sleeve and a short sleeve. Yeah. And uh, a, a, a massive hoodie. scarf. That would make Tom Baker go, oh, wow, that's a bit over the top. Uh, and her outside in uh, bubble hat. So looking pretty cosy over there, Katie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, I'm just about right. <laughs> so thank you, How Far. Yeah, and, thank you. Um, I, I put it on Facebook and Twitter and in my blog. And um, I think a few people, I think Fal said uh, she was off to have a look and, and lots of people really love the idea of it as well. So yeah. hopefully we've spread the word on a bit, a little bit more as well. So yeah. fingers crossed and it's a great initiative. Lovely. All right. Yes. Sharky is Northern Shocker. Oh. Yeah. Who knew? I wasn't expecting that. No. No, not at all. In fact, Linz and Sharky sound quite similar in their accent, so I'm interested to know, do they originate from the same place? Yeah. Is that how they know each other, or do, you, do, they, do they go back a long way, or we need a more. short way? Or? We need more story, ladies. But we, we loved that piece. It was great. And lots of people also said the same thing, so that was nice. Um, I'm pleased to hear that the scribbler is being tempted back to the water, um, hearing about my training. 
Um, and we got some really lovely feedback generally about the featured fetchy reports, didn't we? Um, yeah. The atmosphere at the Malaga Marathon. And I think it is really nice. Quite often when we have race reports, there's a little bit of music or chatting or kind of footsteps or yeah. all sorts of things. And we we do really enjoy them ourselves, but I think you enjoy them. So please, fetchies, do more race reports. We'd, we'd love to hear them. And um, yeah, all, all of the listeners love to hear them. So yeah. I mean, if you're going for a PB, don't feel as though you've got to record it all the way around. But if you're just going to enjoy the race and if it's a race that you love or an event that you yeah. love and you want to share it with the the slightly wider world, um, yeah. then do us a little bit of a recording. Stop every now and again. Um, or just before and after you've you've yeah. done the event. And if you've got a willing supporter, like running on the spot, then that was great. That format worked really well, I thought. so. Yeah. And Katie put a warning on the podcast thread about the, the volume of the music. Yeah. And I thought I'd toned it down a little bit, but mm. obviously I hadn't gone quite far enough because she was listening to it on, or you were listening to it on your headphones. And I was, yeah. It was a bit of a shock for you, but. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, sorry about that. Um, yes, more race reports, please. Um, and Fozzie has been talking about doing us a piece on orienteering. Um, but very common thing that people say is that, oh, I, I, the sound of my voice is distressing to me. Um, but we've not heard anybody yet, any contribution where we've thought, oh, that's a distressing voice. Mm. Um, so, and, and we genuinely would like to know more about orienteering yeah. and any other hobbies or interests that you lot have that you want to share or you know shout about um do let us know so go for it Fozzie. go for it yeah we want to hear that one so we've got a um a featured fetchy the first of three mm-hmm. actually the first two of three because this is jigs and mrs jigs attempting the new year's day park run double so sorry we didn't fit this in in the previous week but here they are good morning fetches happy new year Happy New Year from me too, Mrs Jiggs. Yes, Jiggs here. We're up in um, Normanby Hall for a New Year's Day double. This is the first part of the double. So we're just going to find some facilities and then go do our park run. So we'll see you in a bit. Yep, see you soon. Oh, we're all dressed up. Fancy dress as usual, as you might expect. But judging by the amount of people here... um... I think we might be few and far between in fancy dress. Anyway, see you later. Bye. Hello again. Part one completed, Normanby Hall. We've now come about five miles to Central Park in Scunthorpe for the second part, Scunthorpe Park Run. Yeah, Normanby was uh, quite busy. A uh, lovely park run. I'd re- recommend that for everybody to do because it's a nice traily path. Let's just see what Scantorp's like. No hills. No, no hills. And, uh, oh yeah, I think we were the only two in fancy dress, apart from a lady from New Zealand in beanie boppers on her head. Anyway, catch you later. Hi. Hello again, we're back. Hi. We've finished Scunthorpe Park Run. Very much busier uh, than Normanby. Very congested start, so took a while to get going. I think it took 32 seconds to get across the line. And we weren't near the back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, very good. All done and dusted now. That's our double done for this year. Yeah, it was great fun as usual. Oh, again, we were the only ones in um, fancy dress, but then that's hardly surprising. 
seeing as there's nobody at Normanby in fancy dress. Yeah, so let's yeah. do it again next year. Yeah, we'll certainly do it again next year. So both of those park runs I would recommend to others. They're very nice parks. Um, not normally as busy as they were today. I think highest number for Scunthorpe before has been right about 650. And Normanby, I think they said something like 533. But I expect the numbers to be up on that. Anyway, Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. Bye. Bye. Well, I can't remember the last time I didn't see Jigs and Mrs. Jigs in fancy dress. They <laughs> love a bit of it, don't they? They do. Yeah, if they're not dressing it's up for the, for the Christmas calendar, then they're just mm. heading off to park runs dressed as various yeah. superheroes and cartoon characters and who knows what. But mm. yeah, that was nice to see you guys having fun on, on New Year. We didn't do a New Year's Day park run, did we? No, because <coughs> you left. Yeah, it wasn't you early yeah and i ran with Stephen. i think yeah yeah so but i i like the idea of doing the the double and i would probably quite happily do that on a new year's day however i think i'd probably end up volunteering at one of them because mm. i i think i just being part of the core team it's sort of i don't know well i just didn't do anything so i can't really say anything but yeah and we've we've got a, a reasonably doable double a doable double. A doable double. We do have a doable double. Um, that sounded like those those things that that lady had on her top of her head at mm. the, the, the first park run, the doable yeah. doubles. Um, what's the mileage between Bedford Park Run and Great Denham Park Run? It's about three miles? Well, I reckon it's about three, three yeah. and a half, yeah. So if you're up for doing sort of a 10-mile a run, you could probably do both of those. I think it would it. be longer for us, wouldn't it? It's about 1.7 to get, get there. there. Yeah. Then three... Then about three and a half, I reckon, from Bedford Park. Yeah. I'm assuming that the time before and after the first and last park run simply doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. Yeah. You just magic yourself yeah. there and magic yourself home. No responsibilities yeah. beyond like suddenly being there and, mm. and then, you know, just gone. Yeah. Yeah, I did talk about this with Nightjar and Silver Shadow actually before Christmas. Um, and we, we sort of realised that the mileage was, was quite big, so... Yeah. The running of it all wouldn't happen. But, um, yeah, as it turned out, I just did a run with my dog. Yeah. Was yeah. he in fancy dress? <laughs> well, of course. Yeah, he's always, yes. yeah. You know what he's like. But yeah. thank you very much to, to you two, and we, we'd love to hear more from you. Yeah, and what I've noticed this week is that um, two of our three contributors are new contributors, and I'm hoping that the oh. Christmas poem had something to do with that because we got a whole load more new mm. voices and yeah. um, maybe people just think like yeah i can do that yeah uh, so and yes you can yes you can yes you damn well can yeah. so so do it so thank you everybody who's contributed so far site features Doo-loo-loo. um so <laughs> <laughs> that's my jingle it's crap so if you go to training and then click summary and analysis and then look for the little uh picture called streak watch then you get to see uh the little bit of thing what i have added this week do you want to go and do it katie have you got a, a little open? bit of thing yeah yeah i can do it so it looks like a little where do i go tr- were you not listening no nope. training summary and analysis streak watch it's the one with like car lights whizzing along yeah see your streaks <laughs> <laughs> Not like that in Nautical. Oh, okay.
Right. So you get it? Yeah. So there's like a little sort of medicine pill type thing. Yeah. Um, looks like it would do you good. And so the the red bit on the left-hand side shows your longest streak in each year. Mm-hmm. And the grey bit on the right-hand side shows your longest period of rest during the year. So uh, mm. last year, my longest rest was 12 days, which is the longest that it's been for about six years. But that's because of calves and things going wrong with me. Uh, yes, Katie? Um, I'm wondering, is this just running? That is just running. Okay. Um, there is a button over on the left or a link on the left called that says include swimming, biking, cross training. Given that your biking is virtually none, that's going to be mainly a swimming, although you, you're a yoga person as well, aren't you? So um, mm. that's the thing. Adding a new feature like this always results in people mm. asking for more sort of sub features. Yeah. So Happy G, uh, I think, wanted to be able to toggle the run, swim and the bike off and on individually rather than right. having running or everything. everything. Yeah. Which I'm sure that makes sense to you as well. But, yeah, um, definitely. So just on my running alone, my longest streak was three days last year. And uh, I think I got better at not doing this sort of boom and bust approach where like yes, if you go yeah. back to 2010 and that sort of time, I was doing five and six day streaks, which I know is not a lot compared to some people who like run every day, literally every day, mm. all the time. Um, nowadays, I feel like I'm just getting a bit better at balancing oh, out the, yeah. the rest and the recovery and the effort. So uh, what about you? What's your... Well, last year, if we just look at running, uh, my longest streak was three. Yeah, same. I can't um, imagine you doing three, three runs in three days, though, because you're, you're normally very sort of militant about not doing too much all in one. Militant? Yeah. That's a strong word. Okay. I haven't got placards. No. <laughs> um, yeah, three, three is my 2019. Um, and my longest rest... From running with seven days, which is quite good. Yeah. Um, what what was the the longest streak that you've ever got listed on your? Uh, I've got a six. Yeah, same here. And that's in two thousand and six, two thousand and seven, and then there's one very bad time in twenty ten where I had a forty six day rest. Yeah. I don't know what happened there. What's that about? Injured or ill? So it's quite interesting to look at. Yeah, if I add in my swimming and obviously yoga. Then last year I had a 19-day streak, so something every day for 19 days. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, and yeah. then three days was still my longest break. Yeah, I think that's really... If, if you're exercising different parts of you, then I think that's more acceptable, isn't it? Mm. I mean, even doing different kinds of exercises still need a bit of time out, don't you? But Yeah, definitely. Um, that's good. So anyway, go check that one out, yep. Fetchies, and hopefully you will like that. Um, I put it in my blog and there were some nice comments on that already. So uh, thank you very much for those. Um, I've been ploughing through feature requests. Um, I'm trying to set aside some definite time each week when I can tackle um, some of those. So look out for more of those getting sorted. We're up to over 500 requests now, so busy boy. Mm. And I've also been reading up on building Android apps. And whilst I have nothing to show you at the moment, I just wanted to let you know, Android users, that I haven't forgotten about you. And it is uh, some slow rumbling progress that's going to crash on the shores of Fetch like a like a wave from the deep. Excellent. Yeah, and quite terrifying. 
also. Yeah. We have another featured fetchy now, don't we? Yes. We've got Rosehip. Another new contributor. Another I new contributor. And Rosehip is going to tell us all about a stagger around Stansted. Here she is. Hi, fetches. This is Rosehip. I'm currently walking up a path somewhere in deepest, darkest Essex on a long distance walk. The plan is to complete the 25 mile Stansted stagger. I'm on my own, apart from all the gang of long distance walkers. I forgot my glasses, which is going to make reading the route description quite difficult. I'm counting it as a run, because I have the plan to run at least 30 seconds of every mile, as long as there's a downhill bit in it. Right. I just have to check my map now because I believe there's a right-hand turn coming up soon. Talk to you later. Bye. Hi, Fetches. I've just passed Rickling Church, which was about the six-mile mark. Found the, well, the first really, really muddy bit. Um, had my breakfast of a chunk of malt loaf. Um, this first bit I've been on my own for a while. Caught up a group. Um, got my camera out and so I lost them again so just going to catch them up nice meeting new people weather's not too bad at all really um forgot about the treasure hunt so need to remember some of the pictures I have to take but uh not sure the phone battery will last for pictures and voice recording so we'll see how we go catch you later bye so I've just uh, got to the first drink station uh, two or three flavours of squash and a big bowl of uh, custard creams, which were very welcome. Uh, coming up to the eight mile mark now. Uh, the number of walkers is really stretching out, so I'm going to have to concentrate and actually read my map now, which is fun with no glasses. Catch you later. Right, we're about halfway. Uh, walking on a track at the bottom of the field just had a nice little jog down a hill um, quite pleased with the time so far but uh, it's going to be a bit harder from now on all the runners who started now after us have caught us up and overtaken us and I've had a jog with a couple of them and then I've let them go catch you later right we're uh, just about 15 miles in now Coming up to the uh, Wyndon Arms Village Hotel. I think that's what it says. I can't read my writing. No, I can't read their writing. Wyndon's and Bow Village Hall, which is hopefully where we're going to get a cup of tea. I really hope so, because the tea, blood levels in my tea stream have got a bit too high for my liking. It's uh, a bit blowy up here. But uh, not really raining. Perfect temperature for walking, really. Quite enjoying this. Ex talons are coping with the mud brilliantly. Better than you can be said for some people's walking boats. Right, onwards. Hello again, Fetches. I'm up to oh, about 18 and a half miles now. Uh, legs are starting to tell me they've done a bit of work today. But. Uh, Nicely fueled by tea, ham sandwiches, fruitcake, sausage rolls. Gosh, there was a spread. 
ultra buffet on steroids, I think. There was uh, an awful lot more than for the 180-odd people they were expecting anyway. So, uh, probably about halfway up the field, which surprises me. I thought I'd be lagging along at the back. Uh, most of the runners have disappeared and are probably getting ready to finish right now. But uh, I'm walking along nicely, mainly on my own, enjoying the view. Um, I haven't taken as many pictures as I'd intended because uh, having to concentrate on where I'm putting my feet in the mud. But uh, it's fun. I'm having a good time. And it's distance I probably wouldn't have done on my own. So, uh, bonus. Catch you later. Oh, we're about uh, 22 miles in now. So uh, not much more than the park run to go, as it were. Just... Uh, Made myself feel a bit better by eating a bit of dough cake and uh, walking across a nice green field that isn't too muddy to some very pretty little houses and then I guess it's a question of just finding our way back to where we started from. Apart from the noise of the M11 that we get to hear every so often, probably the A10 or something, I don't know as well. It's lovely and peaceful. There seem to be a lot fewer birds around here than there are at home. Uh, not quite sure why that would be. Right, time to get the map out again. I'll see you at the end. Well, I did it. And I'm now nicely full of baked potato, baked beans and a couple of slices of cake. Um, three cups of tea has made me feel a little more human. Uh, it's just a small matter of walking back to the car now. Um, I have a certificate in my hand that says I completed the challenge in seven hours and seven minutes. It was actually a bit quicker than that because I started late, but uh, who's arguing over a few minutes? Um, I'm pleased I did it. It's a great start to uh, my plans for this year, and I'll certainly be doing some more um, LDWA uh, events because, well, they're just nice, friendly, nice. And there's lots of cake. Catch you later, fetches. Bye. Thanks, Rosip. Um, I've heard loads of people say the same thing about LDWA events, that they're very friendly and inclusive and fun. And um, so it's good to hear that from you as well. But the thing that most caught my eye was all the food you get. Yeah. Sounds fantastic. Indeed, Yeah, it I does. really fancy that. But I don't fancy all the miles. I'm a bit of a... I'm a, I'm a low mileage girl really at the moment, so yeah. But you know, it sounds good. Well done, Rose. Nice report. Loved all the atmosphere as well with the wind and the trudging and yeah, all yeah. good. Yeah, um, yeah. The, it was obvious when you were you were on the high bits and when you were yes. on the low bits, but yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, and and it sort of does appeal appeal to me in that kind of it's quite a way off me actually being able to do that but <laughs> yeah. uh yeah it's it sounds nice and hobbity which appeals to me and um, mm. we don't need to go over the whole uh do you feel no. like a hobbit sort of thing but you know just you know dm me do you feel like a hobbit yes <laughs> yeah that's cool so thank you very much for that and uh Rosip also mentioned the treasure hunt thread as oh, well oh yes which yeah was the one i was going to mention oh. that's a proper alex jones uh well uh, segue wasn't it really almost yeah didn't do the the accent quite strongly enough i don't think speaking of which um so yeah the treasure hunt thread is one that i wanted to uh, mention 
because mm. we did our treasure hunt yesterday. I'll upload the pictures. Um, but it's really grown in popularity. I think when I first put it up there just after the challenge um, in December, we had about seven watchers, and now I think it's up to 50 watchers. So oh. that's really nice that there are people interested in doing it, and it seems to have been quite a busy thread as well. So um, thanks to everybody who's contributed to that. I might end up doing some sort of page where you upload your pictures directly to the treasure yeah. hunt and then it gathers them all together in a little collage you can cut out and keep yes yeah that sort of thing very so nice thanks to everybody on that thread yeah I'm thanks for vrap for doing the the items this month yeah i think so. gimme medals has offered to do the the march one so we've got silver shadow doing february and then gimme medals so brilliant yeah i wanted to highlight uh the when did you last give blood thread um I'm actually coming up to my next donation, 28th of Jan. So hopefully all will be well for that because I do like to get it done. Um, and what I think I'll do is is train hard until then and then give myself a nice easy week or two afterwards. Um, but funnily enough, we've actually got a featured fetchy talking about uh, giving blood. So um, happy G, however you say it in your own little head. Uh, <laughs> Is, has done us a piece about giving blood because he's recently donated. So over to Happy G. Yes, in his concrete underground bunker. Hello, lovely fetchies. Happy G here. Actually, perhaps some people are not even fetchies yet and have found the podcast through Podcast Land. So hi, non-fetchies, if there are any, and welcome. Come and join in the community and chat at fetcheveryone.com for runners, bikers, swimmers, and everyone else. Free to register, free to participate, for everyone, forever. Right, I want to talk to you about giving blood. Why? Well, because I want to fill one minute to contribute to the podcast, obviously, but not just that, because it's important. I've got a good friend who's just had to go on the heart transplant list, who's waiting anxiously in hospital. Pretty shocking, as he's a uni buddy, my age, only 50, and was fit as a fiddle, a marathon runner, like many of us. Anywho, uh, it's sad that bad things happen to good people, and I'm sure we all know someone who may need surgery or blood for another reason in hospital. And even if we don't, your pint of blood saves lives. Kids, babies, and my uni pal. So, let's do it. Here's a quick advert. Firstly, it's really easy. You can book by phone or online, depends if you're England, Scotland, Wales, or Northern Ireland. That's exactly how you book, and I'm not going to list the phone numbers. Just Google it. And it might be at a hospital or a mobile blood centre or set up in a local facility like a town hall. You rock up, fill in a form, and if you're super slick, you can have done this beforehand online. And it's worth checking because there are a few things that could make you ineligible, but not as many as you think. Sure, if you've just been on a, a Mosquito Coast-type holiday or outreach programme somewhere exotic, you might not be allowed to give. Or if you've just had some enormous body-covering tattoo or something. If you've unfortunately been ill or have given blood recently, then you may also not be able to give. But even then, ring or check online because the waiting time has been reduced to six or even four months for some of these things. So you may be able to give again sooner than you think. And it's really not time consuming. In my local, I can be in and out again in 30 minutes. It's not a lot of your time to give up. Budget an hour maybe because you've got to include admin and making sure you're okay afterwards as well. What about the actual experience? Well, it really is nothing. A couple of tiny pricks, pauses for sniggering from certain sections of the community, and then sitting in a laid back chair, chatting to lovely people mostly. 
tea and biscuits afterwards. In my case, as many tonics tea cakes as I can stuff in my gob in one, one go. Uh, and then wait for five or ten minutes or, or longer as advised, and then off you go. Be a bit careful with yourself for the next 24 hours, maybe. And note, of course, other better medical advice may be available. But in my case, all I do is avoid strenuous exercise for that day and the next. I did Pilates yesterday, for example, after my donation the day before, but chose not to run. But I'll run gently again today without any concerns. And that's it. You're done. Um, you can do this every three months, but that's you done for, the, for that one off. There are lots of superhero options available as well. You can donate platelets, for instance, which if anyone is interested, I could talk about in another uh, recording. Uh, and uh, you can be on the 24-hour emergency donor register as well. There's organ donation too, of course. Make sure you're registered for that. But for just now, why not do the easiest one? Just give blood. It costs nothing, only takes half an hour to an hour of your time, and you get all the biscuits you can handle. What's not to love? Do it three times a year if you can, but even if you can only do it once or, or do it occasionally, do it. So, if you commit nothing else in your New Year's resolutions this year, why not do this one? Easy thing. As their tagline goes, you've got it in you to save a life. If you have any questions for usual great in-depth information <clears throat> or just some fun chat, come and visit us in the thread on the Fetch Forum. It's called When Did You Last Give Blood? See you in there. Happy 2020, Fetchies. Bye from Happy G. Thanks so much. Um, I really enjoyed that, actually. And one of us sniggered when you said two tiny pricks. Uh, I'll leave you to guess which one of us it was. Yeah, the thing that I always think about with, with giving blood is that we're quite lucky in our community and that we're all reasonably fit and well. And um, we have got the ability to do it as long as you obviously you haven't had a blood donation yourself in the past, which excludes you, sadly. But, you know, we are fit and well, and as long as you haven't got a phobia or it doesn't make you feel horrible or any of those things, you're not anemic, then you can you can do it quite easily. I usually take about 10 minutes for the actual blood-giving bit. Um, and then, uh, yeah, as Happy says, there's half an hour or so either side of, of various bits of admin. But, yeah, totally recommend doing it myself. What about you, Ian Williams? When did you last give blood? Well, I knew this was coming. Yeah, did you? <laughs> Funny that. Yeah, so um, <clears throat> I've actually booked for February the 11th on the back of um, Happy G's incoming Goodbye. contribution and the that penetrating gaze that you uh, <laughs> unleash upon me when you really want me to do something. But you, yeah. yeah, so I'm I'm actually booked in. So it's cool. a Tuesday at the local the King's Arms, so the same place yeah. as you, but the, the session that you're at was already full. So uh, okay. Yeah. So buttons. So buttons. Well done. And actually the the booking process, I've got an app now. And yeah. when you finish you sit in your, your little chair having your, your squash or your tea or whatever you fancy. Um and you just you can just sit there and book your next appointment there and then or a couple of days later on the app. So it's really, really easy. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, do it. Pretty cool. Yeah, and thank you for the little advert for Fetch at the at the start. Yeah, Happy very G. good. All contributions should come with an advert. For no, that was really nice. Thank yeah, you. Um, and um, well done, you. I like also. I mean, Rose had walked for seven hours for her cake. Amazing. And Happy G got all the biscuits he could eat in less than an hour. So I think, you know, it's clearly the way forward. I'm really impressed with that seven hours from Rose Hip. I can't. Yeah. I just cannot do that. Yeah. So, well, I probably could if I trained, da, 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 blah, 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 blah. But yeah, really impressed with that one. Yeah, it's time on feet, isn't it? I don't mm -hmm. know how I'd feel after 
Yeah. You know, a good sort of three mile walk around the, the Priory Lake near us. Yeah. Takes us uh, an hour with the dogs and then you're ready to yeah. call it a day then pretty Definitely. <laughs> so well done. Good. Um, so what does your week hold, Katie? Well, I've done my long swim today, thank the Lord, and I will do some drills, I think, on Wednesday, having a li- little bit more look at technique. Mm. Um, and and then Friday, just a, a kilometre as usual. Um, yeah. And then running, I think I'd like to do maybe another long run of sort of seven to eight this week and another, I don't know, park run or something else to fit in somewhere. Yeah, I'd be really interested in your cadence, actually, because that's one of the things that I noticed when watching you speeding around is that you look like you're working really hard, but and you were a, a bit sort of like, well, I'm not going that much faster, or, yeah. or not faster than I was, and I'm just wondering whether your cadence means that your your sort of arm length is getting shorter because you're trying to hurry through the water. Yeah, it's really possible. Um, yeah, I probably need to go and have my my whole technique looked at again because um, yeah. it's been a year and a half. I think it's probably natural to get a little bit slower when you're working on your endurance. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think so. But I think I should really, you know, going on some of... There's been some really good advice on some of the swimming thread this week, um, especially from Angus Clydesdale. And, um, you know, I should really be doing some speed work. And I'm, I'm, I'm doing a little bit of it sometimes on a Wednesday, but most of the time I'm working at a a slower pace over a longer distance so I, I suppose mm. that's a natural thing to happen we'll see yeah yeah angus has got the the magic goggles from the the festive calendar yes he has and has asked me to send them to him instead yeah so we're waiting for angus to provide a review of those so yeah. angus if you listen to the podcast i don't know if you do or not then uh, mm. feel free to do a podcast contribution about them as well yes but, um, yeah. My main question is, do you feel like the Terminator when you're wearing them? Or a hobbit? No. No, no. because... No. Anyway, chaps, have we talked about your coming week? I can't uh, no, but it's quite straightforward. I want to swim a, 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 like a continuous mile because I almost did. Yeah. And I want to get my long run up to eight, eight and a half miles just Lovely. without any calf issues. I'm done. Perfect. Yeah. Good, so that's us then. Yes, thank you very much for listening, Fetchies. I hope you are just about to arrive at your destination or you've just finished cleaning the dog or you've just finished doing whatever it is that you do whilst you listen to the podcast. What do you do when you listen to the podcast? Let us know. Don't forget to subscribe and visit fetcheveryone.com forward slash podcast with your uh, just comments, whatever you want to say, really. And we'll see you next time. Ta-ra. Bye. Bye.